Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. I'm joined here by Logan, and this is obviously the Giants football with Logs, episode two or number two. Um, you know, we'll definitely get into the, the rhythm of doing his own intros and stuff and getting his own little uh, episode art out, and we'll definitely be doing a lot of editing and going over this little series a little more in depth and detail. But um, as far as kind of our first infusion and first series based around Giants football, I think we're doing pretty well so far. Two episodes in, we just literally watched the Thursday night matchup against the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco. Our prediction was fairly right. Yeah. When we break it down, if you guys listen to our uh, previous NFL episodes, our recap and our power rankings, we pretty much kind of predicted the scoreline yeah. a little less than, than my prediction. I, I gave them 21 or 17 points, if I remember. But uh, Logan... Do you mind if I break it down first as an outsider? Because I know you're going to have a lot of things to kind of go into yeah, here. Go um, I saw a defense that, you know, obviously towards the end, that throw to Debo Samuel. Good Before that, catch. Yeah. dude, your defense, despite what you're going to say, because I know you're going to be really harsh because they took PL, they fought, bro. And I'm sure if you ask my mom, shout out to my mom, she watched the whole game for you, right. or at least some of it. You know, I think she probably went to bed around, you know, midway through the fourth. Understandable. But, um... <laughs> She she was me and her talked about it. The defense showed up. You know they were tackling pretty well with inside you know inside the box. Uh, Micah McFadden, the linebacker, is a guy I really want to talk about. He was yeah he had a standout performance and he was all around the ball. Great tackling. This is like every play he was around the ball. Yeah, be a breakout game for him. I hope. I hope he emerges as your your Mike at this point, bro. Because someone needs to step up. Um, The defense really didn't have much to to work with in in a sense. They were always on the fucking field. Uh, the Niners nearly had 40 minutes of possession in this game. It was mostly a joke. Never going to win a game like that. No, no. And the Giants have a lot to work on regarding their offensive side of the ball. I really do believe Kafka should probably get fired here if they keep struggling. Um, and then just let Dayball call the plays or, or let, just elevate another internal guy. See if someone is a gem, like find a Ben Johnson type guy. There's got to be one in that organization that is ready to step up. Your tight end coach, your quarterback coach, someone. But it's just not... The play calling is terrible. Um, I, the deep routes are... It, it, let me just say this. Before anyone gets too jumpy on Dan, you know, and the money, I already saw my group chat in both of my fantasy league, uh, you know, group chats on Snapchat already going crazy, blaming the money and blaming Dan. It's but not it's, it. it's not it. You see him making the throws. You see him extending plays to the best of his ability. But when he has no one blocking for him, when he has Matt Breida as his as his running back, when he has his leading receiver of the game as um, Slayton, who had two catches in like... Like, like 40 yards? Yeah, it was like 46 yards, but he had two catches in one drive, bro, and it was in like the fourth quarter. That's your leading receiver? And then Paris Campbell had six catches for like 24, 24 yards? yards? It's just I, not enough. I don't know what's been going on with Cody Bellinger, but I've seen Daniel no... Bellinger. Uh, Daniel, sorry, I keep saying that, bro. Cody Bellinger's not a baseball player, right? I think he is. I think he actually yeah. is. But Daniel Bellinger, I've not seen much out of him. Like, I expected more out of a safety valve tight end like that. I just haven't seen him in any of these games. I don't know. Like, And Darren Waller, another disappointing game in my opinion. Uh, he just can't get that separation. He did have that big high point drop that could have gotten him that first, first down. down. But it's just one of those performances by this offense like we saw in week one where it's, it's forgettable. But it would have been really nice for them to win this game. Uh, we were in there till it was twenty to twelve, like yeah, for a while. It was. It was a very respectable. We had a chance outing. to score a touchdown and potentially tie it back up. You know, you guys just couldn't get that two point conversion because again the O line played terribly. But 
I think your defense was the bright spot of this matchup, Logan. And, you know, obviously as the outsider fan of the Giants, I think that this is a, a game that they can actually build Work on. on. Yeah. Um, at least when it comes to the tape. I think that the O-line needs to be reworked completely. Again, for the fucking 10th time. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I know it's hard to swallow that that, that big-ass P40. Year. It's but every year. No, gee shit, though. Like, Evan, Evan Neal... Is probably not the answer, bro. Uh, I don't even have to say about him. I, I know it's still early on in his and, career. And it's Nick Bosa. Like, it's hard to block. It's hard for anyone lineman but to block him. But what I saw tonight was some of the most atrocious. He's brutal. He's brutal. Yeah. It's every week. He's brutal. <laughs> and it, it struggled to me because what nearly got him a safety, Nick Bosa's safety on his first sack, was the fact that Evan Neal literally whiffed on his assignment. Yep. He, he blocked left instead of... He left... The tight end on Nick Bosa. That's never going to work. Nope. That's never, ever going nope. to fucking work. That is Nick Bosa. But, Logan, I'm going to let you take it away here. Just give us your thoughts and impressions. But let me just say this before anything. You know, Ronnie uh, Ronnie Bell, great performance for the 49ers. Seventh round pick, right? Yeah, seventh yeah. round pick. He's, he had a nice touchdown. Yeah. Like that first one, that was a nice touchdown. He made touchdown. a nice special teams tackle. Yeah, he did. Uh, Debo Samuel, great game. Brock Purdy, great game. 49ers, best team. Great game. Best team in football. And, but the 49ers, they have a lot to work on, but I think this is, a, again, a game they can build upon. Hell yeah, But what, sure. what do you think about Logan? Oh, where do I start? I mean, we went down 3-0 at first. They had a long drive, and we responded with another field goal. It was 3-3. And then they just, they were, they was, it was like 3rd and 15, 3rd and 12, 3rd and 8, and they, they converted over and over and over and every single 3rd down. It was like, at one point, they were 8 for 10 on 3rd down. It's like, you're never going to win. When you're giving up third and fifteen on a screen, like Debo was no one—I mean, no one could tackle him really, except for Michael McFadden. Um, Deontay Banks went out with an injury. Uh, he played well, played pretty well. I know he had that—he gave it that touchdown to um, Bell, but that was, like I said, that was a phenomenal catch and great catch. Yeah, he—he he didn't play. He didn't come back after halftime, but um, probably for the best. Yeah, I mean, why, why would he? It was—we weren't gonna win this game. Uh, Leonard Williams was making plays. He had a pretty BS rough in the passer, in my opinion. Uh, Dexter Lawrence made his impact, of course. K1 had a sack early on, but then kind of just disappeared. Had a illegal contact on the on the goal line that kind of gave up another, another I think it was field goal. But just it's not, you know, there's bright spots and bright moments on the defense. But overall, I think it will have better days. I, I hope. There's too many third downs given up. Time of possession, which you know, that's also the offense's fault for not doing anything, which I'll get into in a second. Um, Zebra McKinney was making plays out there. Um, Ishan Robinson. I mean, the, the, we didn't give up a lot of a lot of like big runs. I feel like um, no, no. You know, McCaffrey. Of course, you look at the stat line. You know, over four yards of carry, had a touchdown. But I mean, our defense is on the field for forty minutes. Like, you're gonna run the ball at some point. You're gonna get like good. They're passing the ball well. You're gonna you're, you're gonna win the run game. Um, and the reason they were passing the ball so well is because the Giants really had to commit to stopping the yeah. run because of the fact that Elijah by the run, Elijah yeah. Mitchell was having a good game as well. And he had 42 yards. I mean, that's one solid. yards on the whole team. Yeah, and that's when they're back and running back. Yeah, exactly. But continue. Sorry to cut you off there. But yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at like the stat lines right now. And McCaffrey, 18 carries. Elijah Mitchell, 11 carries. Then you go to the Giants. Matt Breida, four carries. Gary Brightwell, four carries. Daniel Jones, two carries. Tyron Taylor, one carry. <laughs> they legit could not run the ball, and that's because they had to throw because they were from behind. Yeah. And just they felt the pressure of the and Giants' defense. Then, like, you weren't down that much. Like, I get it, Saquon's out. The run game was bottled up. But but it's just like... Does that attribute to play calling, though? Yes, for sure. For sure. Um, we're, 
we, were, we had no deep field, downfield routes, but that's because no one could block. Trevor, you and I watched, and, and it was one play in particular where the entire line gave up their assignment except for one player, and it was John Michael Schmitz. Yeah. The, the fucking rookie center. He's your best lineman. I know Andrew Thomas is injured right now. If he plays, you know, maybe you can't throw the ball downfield a little bit more, but... I think if he plays, you actually can solidify at least one side of the line because that guard is going to be elevated. But I, I, I'm concerned about Evan Neal. Yeah, I think you, that's have, the, you have to be. No, I, I think genu- no genuinely, I, I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. Uh, I think that is the biggest concern of your team at it this. Is. No, like, it is. Like right now. It is, for sure. Not Saquon's injury because we know he's a fast healer. We know he's going to be back and ready to go. But it is Evan Neal's progression and production on the field. Get them seventh overall. Seventh overall. Everyone, everyone says a surefire pick. Potential number one overall till Trayvon Walker got boosted at boards. I, I just, bro, I'm scared. I'm scared for how, him. How can you I, not be? Because, dude, I didn't see. You know, we saw like three solid reps towards the end of the game. But like, dude, the the entire, pretty much ninety percent of the game. Bro, I feel like he was getting annihilated, bro. And this is a guy who's like 6'8", 330 pounds, 340 pounds. And you, if you watch him, like you watch his tape, somehow he's always on his ass. Somehow he's always on the on the ground. I don't know how. I don't know. And even in college, when you watch his tape, you just... The, his one knock on his college tape was that he, he fell a lot. And how does a guy... Like, maybe he has balance issues. I don't know. Like Maybe he needs to switch up his stance or something. I don't and know. He, he did that in the offseason. And then it's uh. just been... it's. I, I don't know. Maybe that's what's gotten him into he this rocky He needs to like, do some gymnastics. I know for a guy that big, it's easy, but like he needs to work on his balance for sure. I agree. His anchor, his balance. I'm scared. That's a blaring issue right now for the New York Giants. And I, I know he's he's young. He's, what, 22 years old, maybe 23. And so it, it's fixable. Like It's techniques, and he has all the physical talent. Like It's just... And I, I, know you wanna, I know you want to get in-depth on the offense, but I have a couple things I want to notate. And I, I before we you know kind of pump our... Mm-hmm. You know, bust button, you know, pause and resume type shit. But uh, on Evan Neal, it is genuinely, I know O line, it takes sometimes five to six years for these guys yeah. to develop and become like legit monsters. Starters, even. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to rush him, but like, he was picked top 10 in the draft. There's expectations. There's a lot. And for the New York football Giants. And Alabama, too. Like. This, this is a historic franchise that likes to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They need a solid O-line to do that. It sets up the play action. And he's which, not a bad run blocker. No, but, like, dude, you talked about it on a plethora of NFL episodes that we've dropped this week. The play action worked for them against Arizona. They couldn't set that up because they had no fucking blocking on the edge. They had no edge creation from anyone on their O-line tonight. No one stepped up for Daniel Jones. He was getting battered around all night. He Under pressure, he was, like, 4 of 7 for, like, 30 yards. But, like... Like, not under pressure. He was, like, near near perfect. Like, they need to start creating time for Daniel Jones. And they just have no talent and, to be able to do that. No depth, at least, on the O-line. And he, all, he, and he shows. He shows multiple times on multiple occasions that when he has a pocket and he has a receiver who's who's not fucking blanketed, he can he can fit the tight window in there. And we saw it tonight. He had a, a nice throw on third down to Darren Waller, and he dropped it. I know it was, you know, a little bit too little too late at that point. But still, like... It, it, it's every year. It's it's every. It's been every year since Angeles came to the league. There's been no weapons and no offensive line. And we invest. We put in draft picks. We spend a lot of money to and, and trade trade capital. In, in Darren Waller's case, trading up in the draft with Jalen Hyatt, who had like ten snaps tonight. Nothing from him. Not no targets. Nothing. Literally nothing. Um. So it's just like you get you get annoyed when you, your team fucking invests. They invest, and then the product on the field is just it's the same. It's, it's the same. Or sometimes even worse. 
Like, I'm going to go through this receiving stat line. Darius Slayton, three catches, 32 yards. Gary Brightwell, two catches, 31 yards. That's a, run that's a backup running back, by the way. Who the fuck is that? Paris Campbell, six catches, 24 yards. Wanda Robinson, four for 21. Darren Waller, three for 20. Daniel Bellinger, one for eight. Breida, three for one. That's our, that's our receiving yards. Like... How many, what was Daniel Jones' sideline? Debo Samuel had 129 yards, and Daniel Jones had 137 passing yards. Wow. And Brock Purdy's stat line? 25-37, 310 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. He had a, he had a good game. 113.3 rating. If you did watch the game, the defensive backs for the Giants actually did, did we create well. yeah, like, you know, a, tough, a tough environment for Brock Purdy to throw the ball in the first half. And, and he, was, like, he started off 4-10. Yeah, like, and we should have had a couple picks on him. Um, dude, you guys should have had like four, bro, yeah, in, the, yeah. in the start of the game. That would have, oh my, dude, if you guys got one. Different game. Different game. entire. Then you run the ball. Then you run the ball and control and the pace. It's just like, once again, they give up a lot of third downs. But, you know, when your offense is going out there and doing jack shit, like, it's hard for the defense. And against that offense with that many weapons and that how, how well-schemed the offense is, like, it's, it's hard, you know? My, my question to you before you go in-depth on your offensive performance was, what was your what was your thought process and your, like, reaction to Kafka and what he was putting out there on the field. Do you think he's under the hot seat right now? Do you think he deserves to be? Realistically, I, I, I believe so from what I've seen. I've seen a regression in this offense from last year, and it's only a, that has to be a result of fucking coaching. If they've gotten better talent so on paper and in the draft, what are your thoughts on that? I, I don't think it's all Kafka because at the end of the day, it's Dable's offense too. Mm. So, I mean. If you're gonna blame anyone, you have to blame. You have to give Dable some blame too, because he's he's the, he's that coach. It, like I said, it's his offense. I agree. And, and, and yes, there's been a regression offensively, and it, it doesn't make sense with the amount with the amount of better weapons we got this year. I mean, Darren Waller should have elevated right. it slightly. Darren Waller, Jalen Hyatt, like Garris Campbell, who's been mid, very mid. Um, but it's was just, there a leading receiver tonight? <laughs> so, Thirty so something stupid. yards. So stupid. Uh, brought back Slayton had a good year last year. We expected a, a, a improvement, and I know it's it's been Cowboys defense and, and 49ers defense. It's it's hard. It's hard to play those. Defenses. It is. They have a tough but schedule, man. I, I think we just gotta keep having more time. Like I just, I, I, no matter what, I go out there and I just want to believe. Like even even in the Cowboys game, like in the third quarter, like I, I'm checked out. I'm barely watching, but like I still want us to go get that first down, go get that field goal, go get that. I still believe no matter what. But you know, just watching, I'm just like. Eh. I'm not disappointed. I am disappointed, but like I'm not surprised. Just because I've seen this the last five years. Like, but I, I don't think Cap is on the hot seat just yet. It's only been three weeks, and for what they did last year, I, I still believe. Okay. Because we we did more with less last year, and so it's only week three. So I'll, it's it's concerning. We're one and two. Like we're we're in a, we're in a hole. Like the whole division's two and zero oh right now. So like we, we're in a hole. Like it's gonna be hard to bounce back. You know we have fucking. Seattle at Monday night next week. We're at home, thankfully, but like it's not going to be an easy game. And at, towards the tail end of this episode, we'll get into our predictions yeah. and thoughts on that game for sure. But I, I, I agree with you. I, I may be a little too, you know, kind of hot-headed right now on Kafka's play calling, but I would appreciate to see a little more chances given to, to Jalen Hyatt. Something has to change. And if it comes down to maybe, you know, maybe firing maybe your wide receiver coach, Someone like some line coach, fire dude, him, please bro, fire him. You know what happened to the Lions last year when they went on that win streak? They fired Audrey Pleasant, their defensive backs coach. They needed to. He was a former player, a good player in the NFL, but he was not the answer. So they need to make a change in the coaching staff to 
to maybe somewhere something has to change. It maybe elevate some guys off the practice squad. Get fucking heated at practice. Dayball needs to up the intensity of this team because even when I was watching them, they just seemed kind of. You know, I don't know. Like, I don't see that. The energy's not there like no, it was last no, year. No, last year the energy was there. The energy was there and, last year. And don't get me wrong. You guys watched this game. There was a lot of fights going on, a lot of extracurricular activity. But it was just because of the heat of the moment. They were kind of getting smacked towards mm-hmm. the end of the game. But, like, I want to see that fire towards the start of the game. Like, I want to see that intensity off rip. Kayvon Thibodeau. There's no you, swagger. Like, there's no, no swagger this year at all. Dude, like, and I thought Thibodeau would bring that. I thought he was supposed to be that guy. And, and, and he did get that sack. Props. But like at the end of Nothing the day, else since that, after that. I, I would have I would have appreciated like a breakout game for one of those guys on the D line that would have wrecked havoc, created those plays. A turnover would have been nice, but like it just didn't it, go their way it, tonight. It's just hard when you're on the field for forty fucking minutes. No, like, I agree. But like I still I can I, I will still stand on the fact that the defense of the New York Giants was the bright it, spot yeah, of the Giants yeah. tonight. It was better than our offense for sure. I agree. I agree. So the amount of field goals we forced, like. They didn't. They, they didn't score a lot of touchdowns. Jake no. Moody was held to like, or they held to. Jake Moody kicked like three or four field goals. I agree. On drives that should have been touchdowns. Realistically, they were driving. Mm-hmm. We were getting penalties, third down conversions every single. And time. I'm gonna say this: it it looked like a genuine good, genuinely good bend don't break defense. Yeah, because for real. the red zone defense stepped up in the first half. Every was, time, like literally every time, until they couldn't anymore. And they kept it close, like you said. They if they converted on a two point conversion, different game. It, it would have been you know obviously fourteen to twenty, and they could have actually had some momentum, come back, maybe scored, run the ball, taking their time in the fa- in the final five minutes. But like you said, the rushing stats they had less than ten, less attempts on the ground. That's There's eleven. 11 oh, attempts. That's t- Elijah Mitchell had 11 carries. Bro, McCaffrey had 18. Bro, McCaffrey himself had more carries than her. You're not setting any tempo for your offense if you're not getting a little bruised up. You're not getting your offensive line hot. You're not getting your running backs and legs the hot. the only touchdown we had, you watched it. Matt Breida. And what did he do? He fucking bulldozed. Yeah. Eight yards. I, you know what? Wall Saquon's gone. You know, maybe Matt Breida's in form here. Get him, get him more carries. Get him up to 15. Get him uh, utilized. Uh, like... Like we're not even got a chance to like we're just fucking losing. But I think honestly, at home, like genuinely, I think this could be a good game for your defense to bounce back, create turnovers, and we can kind of transition into. We still have zero. We can we can kind of transition into our predictions regarding the week uh, four matchup on Monday Night Football when the Seattle Seahawks travel to MetLife and take on the New York Football Giants. Uh, I'll guess I'll, I'll go first real fast, Logan, before you kind yeah. of give your initial impressions and stuff. I want to hear your thoughts and two cents on the defensive performance and predictions and maybe some player shout-outs on that defense that you think are going to step up big time against the Seattle Seahawks. But I think this is a big Monday night game, obviously another prime time. Must this, win. this is a must-win for the Giants. But, Every game's a must-win for us now. Like, But they get an extended time. They get a little bit of a long break. So this is what they're going to do. They're going to come into this game at home. They're gonna they're gonna please their fans. Play with some fire, bro. Hopefully like, Saquon's back. Andrew Thomas. I don't think Saquon will be back because of the pure fact alone is if I'm Brian Dayball, I'm not rushing him back no. at all. What I'm gonna do is rush Andrew Thomas back. That's for and, sure. And he should be good by by next. And week. I think Daniel Jones is gonna have a clean two touchdown game. I think that Matt Breida on the ground, if he is the starter, will have an efficient game on the ground. This is a good defense, but if they're able to control the time of possession. They should be able to That's win this. That's what matters most. And I think that, in general, in my opinion, I have more faith in Daniel Jones as a quarterback in general than Geno Smith. I know Geno Smith is playing probably better football right now. Look at the team he has around him. Look yeah. at the coach. I mean, he has I a great staff and organization around him in, you know, with Seattle. And we'll touch on Seattle 
But in my opinion, you know, obviously the Giants are going to have to overcome Devin Witherspoon, Kobe Bryant, Tariq Woolen, and that really good front seven. Jamal Adams. Yeah, Jamal Adams, Bob Julian Wagner's Love, who's there. you know a guy that they can expose. Um, but I really think this will be a good game for Jalen Hyatt to, to really emerge. Uh, I really want to see a, a, a really good game out of Darren Waller. But they just need Andrew Thomas to get back and, and honestly create a run game. I think that's the, the that's that's the preface of this Monday Night Football game. They need to win it. Um, and we're, we haven't gotten into our uh, Week 3 recap or power ranking, so we haven't given our predictions on Week 4 games yet. But this will be a l- little early prediction. I actually am predicting an upset. Uh, for for the Giants, I think they're. I know the the, the Seattle Seahawks are probably going to be favored. Yeah, for sure. But I, I think the Giants can win at MetLife and give their fans a little hope. Um, and I think Daniel Jones will actually have a really good game. I'm predicting he might have over 250 passing yards, two touchdowns, clean on the interceptions, and I hope that he's able to run the ball because he so. needs to run the ball. I'm expecting maybe 45 rushing yards out of him. So that that could be a game where they could emerge because they need the home they need the home crowd around them. So if you're in New York. If you're a Giants fan, show up for these guys. They always need the support. You always got to show up for your team. Give them the love and support you can. But I think the Giants can win. But they do have to notate that defense and and hold hold that offense. They need to stop at least two of those receivers in DK, uh, Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, or Jackson Smith and Jigba, who's creating a lot of separation who we talked about on the podcast. But I think that the Detroit, uh, excuse me, not the Detroit, the New York Giants defense is up to the task. They fought very hard tonight. I think with a good rest, maybe yeah. a reevaluation on tape. Get healthier. I think they can do it. I think they can. The they put up a good fight tonight. I, I'm taking them over the Seattle Seahawks on Monday Night Football in Week Four. But how about yourself, Logan? Uh, me personally, I'll have to see this, how the Seahawks play this week. But of course, I believe in my team, and like I said, it's a must-win. So I'm gonna root for us. But honestly, like the Seahawks are a better team than us. Like we are not a good football team. I'm, I'm just gonna say that right now. We are not a good football team. Not with the way we're looking right now. And I just want to say, we, we played against, so far, in the NFC. Um, well, I guess all teams are in the NFC, but the two power ho- two of the three powerhouses, the 49ers and the or the Cowboys, and we've been outscored by them 70-12. to 12. Like, we're nowhere close to that tier. Nowhere close. And, and honestly, we don't even look like a playoff team right now. We're, we're worse than the Bucs right now. Like, and then the Bucs are, like, an okay playoff team, like, I, I don't know. Like I, I think the Seahawks are a much better team than us, just roster-wise. And Pete Carroll's a first-bout Hall of Famer, probably. Um, so I, I'll have to see what the spread is and, like I said, how the Seahawks play this week. But, uh, you know, we're like I said, we're going to be well-rested. We're going to have a chance to go back to the drawing board and figure out what we need to do. And hopefully Saquon's back. I, 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 I have a feeling he will be. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want him to get rushed back either just for the sake of the whole season. I do think Andrew Thomas will be back. Uh, hopefully Ben Bredesen, the starting left guard, is back. Because Evan Neal got banged up tonight, too. He hurt his ankle or something. They thought they were taping it up. But that's our fourth lineman that's injured now. Um, Injury problems are starting to yeah, arise. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's week three. Like, uh, just rough. But honestly, like, like I said, I hope we'll win. But I, I don't know. The Seahawks, just, I think they're a better team than us. I agree. I think they're a better team. But I think that with Brian Dayball, I think he's going to... You know, this is obviously a prediction, but I don't think he's a better coach than Pete Carroll and career-wise, right but right he might one day. Yeah. But I do believe that he'll instill something in his guys with this long little break. They realize they have another primetime game ahead. They have to win this game going Monday forward. Night. 
They have to. They have to win it. They really do. There's no excuse. There's no bullshit. Just even to back up two and two, and then play fucking Miami and Buffalo. <laughs> two and two makes me feel a lot better than, than one, one and three. three. Yeah, for sure. And going two and two, going into those next two games, Miami and Buffalo. Gotta get one of those. You have to get at least one of <laughs> Which those. Which one? I'm gonna probably predict Buffalo, Buffalo because like, they've be been Buffalo. they've been on a roller coaster. But those are games we'll talk about down the line. Yeah. But uh, Logan, anything else to say on this line? Uh, not line. Oh my gosh, the Giants game um, on th- Thursday Night Football against just, the 49ers. And then any initial post game reactions and thoughts? Just disappointing. Hope I see better days. And uh, and you and I had a little thing about this, and we don't go too in depth on this. We can talk about this maybe after the season even. Uh, Dan, uh, I love him. You know, uh, I, he's not the. I don't know if he's the answer. He's not the solution, but he's not the answer. Like, I think right now he's got to hold on to him until we build the rest of the roster. But I want him to succeed, but maybe elsewhere. I think it's going to have to be elsewhere for him to truly you know, come into his own. And I, I, was, I was saying, I saw a little thing on Twitter saying how Kyle Shanahan said that him and his team, they liked Daniel Jones coming out of college. Because he's talking him up. Because I think Dan's pretty well respected around head coaches and players around the league. Honestly. Oh, yeah. He's a respected um, guy. He got paid. And, like, I was just thinking, like, I know this is the easiest quarterback system in the NFL, but not if Dan's on the 49ers. It would be a more explosive offense because of the rush element that the quarterback position Dan would be fucking, like, like, I'm not saying all pro, but, like, a pro bowler for sure. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, any quarterback in that system is a pro bowler, but I, in my opinion, I think his like, game would be a, a far Well-respected. Yeah. Well-respected. Like, probably, like, a top... Well, definitely, I think he's already in the top ten range. Maybe not now, like in this current moment, but he would be well respected as a top. When 10 you talk about the quarterback, quarterback, when you talk about the quarterback position in general, I, I you know, if I was at that, you know, ten or like seven range, and I'm looking for a quarterback to start up my organization with, I would probably grab. That has the ability. Yeah. He has the ability for sure. You just the sad thing about it, and you brought it up, and I'm I'm going to touch on it as well. I think that they may have paid him too soon. I think mean, um, they had to. It, it was time. Was, I, I just wish walks. maybe a prove-it deal. I, I know he was holding out. I know yeah, there was yeah, whole drama there. That, yeah. But they just didn't have this O-line solidified for them to... I know they added weapons on the outside, brought in guys, but I, you know, maybe it just isn't there yet. Maybe it's the scheme. Maybe it's coaching. But the Experience. O-line is not there for him to be able to showcase his ability. <laughs> it never has been. And when will it? Like... And that's the question. Will it be for him or will it be for the next guy? You know, and is he a bridge guy with his contract? I don't know. But I mean, it's, it's not an awful deal. We can get out of that for two years. But but are you going to, if you're still running into these continuous problems, that's probably a question that they're going to have to go into down the line. Because at that point, I'd probably just keep him if the O-line still looks like this yeah. to, to save a younger player's career. Because Daniel Jones, honestly, sadly enough, at this point, he just looks like he's been, you know, kind of wasted. And, sure. you know, yeah. Brian Dayball had a really good season one. last year. But this year, it just looks looks like it's going to be rough, man. It looks like Shelby we had last year. It was and a miracle run last year, I guess. Just because you're the homie, I'm always going to have hope in the Giants. But I, I, I mean, do. I don't, I don't even have hope in us. Like, <laughs> I do. Because mom, even my mom's like, I want. The, she's an Eagles fan. She's like, I want the Giants to win. And she was cheering for him tonight in front of the team. That was awesome to see. And she's a diehard Eagles fan, so she she wants she believes in him too. I I, I see Dayball, you know, and Dayball's thinking he's getting something in the works, man. He, he's gonna work something out, and he's gonna shock us. I mean, it's just like forty points and hey, twenty eight and thirty. Like, the one thing I will say, stop? the one the one thing I will say, they shocked the league last year, going eight and one. So 
They could do something different this year and turn it around. Half of the season. Yeah, I mean, but they just got to figure it out now. They have to figure out the short pass game, an efficient rush attack, and their defense needs to create turnovers. Before it's too late. I just played the Eagles twice in like week fourteen and then like eighteen or some shit. Like, which you guys, uh, you guys, to be able to Cowboys again, to be able to contend in the division, you guys have to sweep the Commanders. You have to get one on the Eagles. And have to beat the Cowboys. Y- you have to beat the Cowboys. Yeah, At least there's, once. There's like, no way around the Cowboys. We're not going to beat them, though. Like, Fuck. We're not going to beat the Eagles either. Like, the- <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. Giants fans, it's unless, the same shit no, every but, year. No, but deadass, unless something serious changes, like a serious turnaround, I don't see them winning this division. And in fact, I may not even traction. see like, like a serious turnaround. Like Andrew Thomas comes back. Serious turnaround for the rush attack with Saquon returning. Like, they need a legitimate spark like to, to be able to revive what looks like it might be a dormant scene. Yeah. Yep. And, and I don't want that for, for Daniel Jones because he's been, you know, a guy that I've enjoyed watching. You know, he's a guy that I, I root for because it's Danny Dimes. You know, you can't not he root for He deserves it. Like, he, he's, a good, he's a good player. He's a good quarterback. He's, and he's, he's clearly a good dude for sticking with this team through all these shit years. He's a leader bro. of that team, you know. He, he, he's the one that's trying to make shit happen. I feel like he's just being let down every fucking year, every year. And especially every game this year, it's looked like he, even week two, he was let down in the first half. But, guy, I mean, damn it. Darren Waller needs to step up. Someone needs to step up on the outside. Like, it can't be Slayton getting three catches, two of yeah. them in the fourth quarter. And, like, I feel like at this point, like, Dan, of course, is not the best quarterback, but I feel like he's a pro now. Like, he's a pro. Yeah, he's a vet. He, like, he would, st- he would start on, mo- not to say most teams, but, like, a lot of teams would kill to have Daniel Jones. I would say. I Dude, the Jets would kill to have him right, right. now. Right. <laughs> the fucking... I don't know. The Jets would die to have the Daniel Browns. Jones. Who have never had a quarterback, and it looks like Deshaun Watson is not any better than what they've had. Like, they, they would kill to have a fucking Daniel Jones. I feel like the Falcons would take him. The fucking even if like the Forty ers like I know Brock Purdy's balling, but like dude, we saw Sam Darnold come in. You were in the shower, but I mean, shout out to obviously TMI on the shower thing. <laughs> but you know, after a long day of work, we hope everyone showers out here at Teen Time Reports. Like but... the Bears, I think like, I mean, Daniel Jones would be ass in the Bears, but like I feel like the Bears would kill to have Daniel Jones. I mean, maybe, maybe Justin Fields or Daniel. I don't know. But it's just you have teams that just never had a, a pro at quarterback, mm. you know. And I, I just feel like Dan is that. And I'm not saying he's a franchise quarterback or anything. And you know, I want him to be, of course. But I just the Raiders would love to have the him. Raiders, I mean, yeah, the like, Broncos even the Bron, yeah, just like it's just. Hell, I'm sure the Lions would even take Daniel Jones to a certain degree, but I still, as a passer, would take Jared yeah, Goff yeah, over Daniel Jones. I agree. Just it's because, just... I I mean, honestly, Daniel Jones is still a really good thrower with the football. It's just he's never really had that true X. Um, never been given the chance, ever. And he's not, it's like he's not this year either. And I hope it is because he just needs one of these guys to step up. Something he just has needs to turn around. A massive turnaround type shit. Like, go on a four or five game win streak. You know, We'll have to. You You will. We'll you will. To. It's gonna come down to the nitty gritty of the you know. Let's see if we can you know grab the seventh seed. Salvage this, bro. I mean, would you think they're gonna? Do you think honestly, right now, uh, I, I don't think they look like a playoff team. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> like, what? Uh, I'm not trying to be rude, but no. Uh, they, Fuck no. They, they, you know, and it's strange to see the cliff drop because they were all, they were right. Like, what happened? Like, supposed to be better. Like, what pa- the fuck happened? On paper, they got so much better. And it's just like, it's coaching. It has to be. It's everything. It's literally just everything. And that's just a shame for Giants fans. So shout out to anyone listening in New York. But also, you know, I hope you aren't, uh, you know, raged out completely. 
The defense actually did do well, in my opinion. They, they played respected ball. Micah McFadden is a guy you want to look out for in the future. You know, if he's not going to be on the Giants, he will be a good player somewhere else down the line. Um, but this this team needs a needs a spark, and hopefully they get it. But uh, they get Logan, that swagger back. Yeah, that swagger needs to return, bro. Saquon needs to come in and just just rumble and tumble type shit, Kayvon bro. Saquon needs to. Fuck he needs him. to step up, bro. He needs to step the fuck up. She had a sack this week, but it's just, still it's not we enough. We need him. He's like the, he was like that swagger guy, that energy guy for us last where year. Where is it? Where where is that energy? Don't have an answer. Because the, the communication is not there on the defense when it breaks down to some of the run defense and the run gap schemes that they need to start preventing. But they just they, they weren't really getting there. I mean, I know you know they were kind of short gains over time, but they really needed to make a, t- a big TFL, a big fumble, but they just haven't done it yet. But I, I think they moments can. where we had that. But then you have a screen on 3rd and 15, and they, they convert it. Like, yeah. Then you have something like that. Like it's just It was a rough outing overall rough for the team. The but streets. <laughs> especially in New York. But I, I will say this: the the defense did have bright spots. So yeah. shout out to everyone who played tonight. Obviously, you're a professional athlete, and you know, shout out to everyone tuning into these episodes. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Tea Time Reports on Instagram, Threads, TikTok, Twitter slash X, and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. All support is greatly appreciated. Logs, thanks for hopping on this episode. I'm sorry about your Giants, bro. I want to say better days are ahead, but honestly, I don't know. We'll see, bro, because honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. When it comes down to power rankings, based on they're, the rest of the league. They're in the bottom of the league. Like, they might, 25, they, 27. Like. I think they're going to either remain where they were for me at 27, or they might even drop a little bit based on other performances, obviously, throughout the league. And stay tuned for more NFL coverage on T-Time Reports. But I know this is a rough night for Logan. He's just shaking his head here. But, uh, you know, everyone out there, hopefully you're having a good one. Um, anyway, thank you, everyone. Take care.